Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? God, Karina. What? I don't have <laughs> two hands. I don't know what you want from me. I just a table. I, there is not a table in this room. I'm keeping this all in. There's a cardboard box on top of a moving storage bin, and that's what we have right now. Anyway, <laughs> hello everyone, and welcome <laughs> to an extremely organized episode of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. aggressive my name is karina stokes and i'm actually wearing merch today which you can't see on the audio medium but maybe i'll post a video of it but it's also hidden behind uh, a mic yeah it just looks like you're wearing a shirt that says aggressive on it uh, that would be me aggressive brodsky that's that's me that's actually my uh jewish bar mitzvah confirmation name oh bless shalom mm-hmm. anyway um we're not here to talk about my bar mitzvah at this time we are here to talk about an episode of glee uh episode f- oh. uh, or season five what i wasn't sure what order we were doing introductions versus oh. episode that's why well let's talk about the episode and then we'll introduce our special okay guest. well then yes as ian started to <laughs> let everyone know we are here to discuss season five episode 13 of glee which is entitled new directions uh originally aired march 25th 2014 and here to talk about New Directions with us is one of the hosts of the Time Machine podcast. Um, it's a podcast about the golden age of DCOMs and Disney Channel originals and all that. It is the wonderful Hunter Martin. Welcome to the show, oh, Hunter. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you for that wonderful introduction there. Of course. And of course, Hunter and I met naturally through Andrew and Allison of Gleek of the Week. Yeah, of course. I, I infiltrated the Gleeks. Yes. I would have wanted. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. But knowing, I mean, we'll have you talk about your podcast in just a second, but knowing what it's about, I imagine the crossover in that Venn diagram is pretty large. Yes. And yeah, there's a bunch of um, people on Glee who've been on Disney and Disney Channel and vice versa because you have like uh, Demi Lovato mm-hmm. is on, was on right. the show. And then I think the gym teacher from Lizzie McGuire is Coach Beast. Oh, um, no so you know, Disney There's always... Channel is like Glee Junior in a sense. That's yeah, indeed. So tell us about your podcast. What is it? What What does it do? Yeah, what does it do? I I ask myself that every time we record. No, um, I do the podcast with uh, my friend Becca. We doing it, we've been doing it for about three years now. Um, it's called the Time Machine Podcast, and basically our rules are: if it aired on Disney Channel, it's fair game. So mm-hmm. we do Disney Channel movies. We do Disney Channel shows. We will talk about um, the the albums that the Disney stars came out with. The commercial. So there's like such a because there's such um, there's so many Disney Channel podcasts that are just decoms, and so they're like we're just going to do all the 100, and then we're done. But we said, you know, the Disney Channel shows and the stars met so much to us as well as the decom so um yeah and so it's fun we actually just had chucky clay Powell, who choreographed all the high school musical movies 
Ooh. Wow. And Cheetah Girls and worked with Kenny Ortega, uh, Michael Jackson. He just came on our podcast and he was great and got to talk to him about it. So sometimes we have some people come on. You guys should come on. If you have a specific Disney thing that y'all want to talk about, let me know. We'll get you on. I am totally sure down. there's things we could talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. We're full of there was that one time Karina and our friend Sarah uh, tricked me into watching High School Musical mm. with them. Tricked? That was a it, treat. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> would you? God damn it. Would you think? I mean, I had seen it before. It wasn't my first oh, time okay. seeing it. <laughs> oh, okay. It was just like, oh, we're going to hang out tonight. No reason. And it was like, cool. And I got to their uh, their place, and they were like, surprise, we're watching High School Musical. You're like, and if you like it, we'll put in the next two. <laughs> right. But yeah, uh, so um, how you have seen Glee before, correct? When e- we were talking about what episode you'd be on, yes. um, it sounded like you have some history with I it. I have some history. So I've seen every episode. Welcome. Um, I watched it live up until the end. Wow. Okay. Um, oh, wow. yeah. That's oh, yeah. A, a rare um, find. I know. <laughs> uh, but... I kind of stopped watching it after it was all said and done. So watching this one uh, earlier today, I was flooded back with memories. Um, but Glee premiered on my birthday. A gift what? for you. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Wow. Happy um, birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to uh, Glee. Happy birthday to you. Right. Yeah. So every time there's a, a Glee anniversary, I'm like, it's also my birthday. Exactly. So if anyone forgets when my birthday is, no, it's the same day Glee premiered. Um, and that's it, so important. Yeah. And I was, like, right in the perfect, like, age range for this show. I was just going into high school mm-hmm, when mm-hmm, the show mm-hmm. came out initially. And that's when I got involved in my, like, drama department. And so, you know. Um, yeah, so, the Glee yeah. Theater Kid Pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, yeah it I makes saw, sense. Yeah. I saw the movie. I had the soundtracks. It was it was a thing. It was, it was, a, whole, it was a whole shebang. So it was funny, like, seeing these characters again because like you see it like all the time on the internet you know like the out of contact mm-hmm. glee moments so it's like always in the in the front of your mind but i haven't watched a full episode especially the older seasons the older seasons are really blurry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um those are definitely one watch and that was it yeah. uh but like the right. earlier seasons i had like the dvds right um, the more iconic seasons some yeah say. yeah which yeah which i want to talk about in this episode that glee always loved to reference the first season any chance it got because they knew that was the best season. they're like we, we peaked too days. soon we like literally it's soon. like it's like episode 20 of like the end of the first season they're like remember what happened in the pilot again <laughs> how good that was jeez like, yeah um, but yeah so i'm i'm a gleek yeah hey, we say we say let them proud safe here space. <laughs> boy. and we've brought you on to discuss the the sort of end of an era for Glee in some ways yeah. here. With, yeah, in a lot of ways. Could have been the final episode. Thank it, you. That's Thank you. Also fully what Zach said when we finished watching this. He's like, this could have just, they should have just ended it here. And I was like, I'm 100%. sure many people thought that. Yeah, if I had never seen Glee before, and I haven't, but like, I mean, literally, like if this were the only episode I had ever seen of Glee, I would think, oh, cool. I caught the series finale. This is how it ends. Yeah, That must have been fun. Yeah. No. It, but it, yeah, and there was, <laughs> yeah, like if you watched, if you only watched the first episode and then never seen anything in, in the, this episode now, like all the original characters are there. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to like be like, who are these people? It would almost make sense, actually. You could watch the first episode in this and probably understand 
a lot of the trajectory of yeah. Glee. You could piece it 100%. together about what's going on. There'd be on. things you would never be able to guess, but that's just the Glee way. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm still trying to guess some things. It's working out. And that's okay because now it's streaming on multiple platforms and you can just rewatch it. Right. Whenever you want. And we open this episode. We do not have a Glee cap, but we do have Kristen Chenoweth once again. Yes. Um, making her paycheck. She's still here with Holly Holiday, okay. who yeah. is... Gwyneth Paltrow was giving us slightly more than nothing in this episode. Well, she so has more screen time service. this episode, so she had to show up a little bit more. Now, this sure. this was my first what in the episode because <laughs> I I didn't watch the previous one, so I forgot that they were a part of this. <laughs> Why Gwyneth and right? Jane I was Jenner like, just that was like my, that was my first table. of the episode. Going wait, what's, do they work what's here? Going on? Like, also, like, thank God we do actually have someone that has seen this before because if we had no context glee on this one. They would have been mad confused. Made right. no sense whatsoever. And, and I was confused for a moment. Because I was like, That's wait, fair. what's going on? I was like, where's the glee cap exactly? No glee right. cap, just Gwyneth Paltrow Vibes. and Kristen Chenoweth playing Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, <laughs> and both of them would kill Brad. Yes. Which, justice for Brad, I thought he was like s- sitting right behind them. There was like a silver-haired man just in between them. I thought Brad was going to turn around and be like, thanks a lot, That would have been a something. funny joke, but they did not they do that. Have. And why were they in the teacher's lounge? Are they allowed? No. No. They're just adults. Technically, Holly's, yeah, technically Holly's like a substitute, so she probably gets away yeah, on but technicality. Yeah, is she on assignment? No, she's <laughs> just here to save Glee. Oh, right. Well, I guess that's her assignment. Yeah. And Sue does enter and is like, well, you're here anyway, so right. fuck it. Um, um, we c- cannot talk about uh, or not talk about the visual joke, which is Kristen Chenoweth just with half a cantaloupe in front of her, repeatedly dumping packets of Splenda into it. Yes. She dumps like four packets of Splenda into half a cantaloupe. We don't see her eat it, but I do <laughs> love this as a character choice. The April Rhodes is just, that's how she eats her cantaloupe with four packets of Splenda in it. See, my barrel group training where like one of these like things that you do to get out of your head is like you just do stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you find something in the scene to do and i imagine that she just in every take was like okay let me open up a packet of splenda and dump it in to like have something to do right like, i've I'm got in this my cantaloupe head. in front of me it adds another Sugar layer to the character for it sure yeah. like, what happened in your childhood to make you put that much right yeah on a cantaloupe? um but yeah so sue's like sorry but the glee club is over and uh, the Holly Holiday, uh, April Rhodes contingency is like, but that doesn't mean there can't be music, right? Well, also we'll work music into other clubs. Also, you have skipped over the fact that Sue and Holly are best friends and trying to be on the Amazing Race together. Thank you. No, that is so important. On Thank team you. We have gorgeous. to talk about this. Yes, they're team gorgeous. Yes. They are looking forward to doing physical challenges and eating those baby duck eggs. Okay, but their video to be on Amazing Race would not get them on. No. Not with they're, that attitude. They're in a high school hallway doing a three-legged race. That's true. They're not showing peak physicality. Right. If you've ever seen an amazing race, you know, you get, like, dropped off in the middle of, like, town. And you have to, like, run through all these things. You have to navigate a taxi yeah. system without speaking yeah. the language. That's true. Yeah. You have to shop for airline deals. Right. Like, right. The Amazing Race is a great show. And, yes, would I watch Sue and Holly on that? A hundred percent. Sue Sylvester on The Amazing Race would probably be a fantastic contestant because of how ruthless she is. Agreed. But, no, that would not be a winning entry there. Um, but, yes, their choice is like, okay, well, instead of having Glee Club, we'll just add songs to other clubs. 
Yeah, which... shoehorn them in. They literally Sue literally says, "You shoehorn them in. Good luck." Yeah, but which... don't work in Will Schuster. Yes, which was kind of nice. I'm surprised she let them do that. Well, because it's her best friend Holly Holiday. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is true. It's the power. She's like, of... I'm doing this as a favor for you. Yeah, it's the power of Holly Holiday. It's true. Um, we cut to the hallway with uh, I, Tina. Yeah. I wrote down Jenna because I couldn't remember the character name. Oh my god, that's um, so sad. It is sad because justice for Tina, justice but for I also Tina. love Jenna Ushkowitz, so I'm just like, yeah, there's Jenna Ushkowitz. She's great. Um, so she's the only one who hasn't been invited to the dance. She got rejected by Ohio State, and Brown still hasn't gotten back. Which, like, she's number three in her class. I doubt that she's getting rejected from Ohio State, but I'm splitting hairs, whatever. Right, yeah, for real. Maybe it's just because she probably applied super late because none of these kids know how to apply for college. Well, is this the scene where she's walking down the hallway and everyone has their college applications and are, like, going, like, ha-ha? Like, Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like, that is my personal business. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't care that you're going to, like, Alabama university were they really still sending out i guess they were probably still sending out physical acceptance letters oh yeah yeah 2014 i graduated yes it's in 2013 and did you get a physical like and i got a physical okay mm -hmm. there you go they still get that then um yeah so uh, her last ditch effort is to apply to the only school in new york still accepting applications which i cannot believe is any school first of all but it is a mitzvah university that's definitely because they couldn't or they wouldn't get the rights to say Yeshiva University. I w- oh. So you answered my question, which is, is there a real thing called Mitzvah University? Um, There's Yeshiva University, okay. yeah. Makes sense. Um, she applies by just calling herself Tina Cohen, getting rid of that chain. Also, I think that's up by you, Hunter. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Not to dox you or anything, but I think Yeshiva University is up by where you are. You could go visit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's up in the Heights. Okay. Okay. Shout out. So then in another world, me and Tina could have been friends. Right. Exactly. That's in the same universe where we discovered that Rachel Berry would have gone to college with us. Oh, mm. weird. Yeah. She I also anyway. like when Tina was filling out her college application, why didn't she like, obviously when she like scratched yeah. out the C, like get wide out. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. Also, like you can be Jewish and still have, Chang in your last name. I feel like that would have been like yeah. a great diversity hire, you know? Yes, 100%. They're like, ooh, she's Jewish and Asian? Score. Sign um, her up. But whatever. So that's her plan. Yes. She's lying. Um, she <laughs> lies about being on a kibbutz, whatever that is. Like, that's that's an easy look up, Tina. Come on. That You're smart. Is What is it, kibbutz? Precisely? It's, it's basically like a commune mm. of like Jews in Israel. Like where they just kind of like like camp around together and okay. like they have these sort of communities. Like that's a very basic like not. Um, that's all I needed to know. I didn't bother looking it up. Before. Yeah, <laughs> that that's like not a, a fair definition of it. I'm sure, but um, it's yeah, it's groups of Jews camping out in Israel. Hooray! Okay. Planting trees, probably. Probably that's what everyone um, does when they get together. It's true. Um, and. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of Jews, Rachel and Artie are packing up the trophies. <laughs> yep, correct. And Blaine got into Niata. Yay! Absolutely no fan. Like, compared to the last group of Niata auditions we had to sit through, the fact that all of Blaine's Niata journey happens off screen is just hilarious to me. Well, it is. I, like, wrote that down later in the episode. It was like, I wonder if the cast was so annoyed 
that the previous season was dedicated to them all getting into college and leading up to graduation. And every character that's graduating this episode, it's like, oh, you're going to this, 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 time and for graduation. And you get 30 Bye. seconds to graduate, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's so jarring. It really is. You could tell that the yes. Glee was just like, help us, we're dying. Like, we gotta, <laughs> literally, like, we got to wrap we got to get out of this high school. We got to get out of this high school. We've been here for too long. Um, And in the midst of all this, Tina lies and is like, oh my God, we're all going to New York together. Yay. And amidst the fray, she gets bonked in the head with a trophy. Which is another what? (laughs) Yeah. That I had. And just to bring back the like Tina hallucinating kind of deal like they're the, redoing like instead of her pretending she's rachel but also she oh, does yeah. pretend she's rachel but also she's rachel she is in oh you know, yeah she, imagine she's, in she's friends. Just another rachel um <laughs> yeah but it's she, called the haircut and everything chums it's called chums yeah. right. so they do the um, whole friends intro sequence but why couldn't they sing it that's a great question honestly i if i had to like honestly guess friends is nbc and Glee as Fox, so they and they were probably the, like, like we the... fucking can't do it. I know, they, like... but the the band who sang the theme song released it as their own song. Yeah. It's just Someone a song. Ring... Right. It is, but I'm also, I'm just, I'm genuinely wondering if there was like an IP clause in there because it was such a massive thing. Yeah, like, that's I'm fair. sure. They probably literally did everything they could. Again, I'm giving Glee too much credit. You are. Ultimately, it was probably laziness. So but... they cast, loosely it appears, based on the haircuts alone, um, Rachel, Rachel is Tina. Yeah. Um, yes. Monica is Rachel. Is Rachel. Oh, yeah. Barry. The, the yeah. As well. Um, I clocked Artie as Chandler, maybe. Yeah. That's that was my guess. Again, Sam, Phoebe. I thought Sam, Sam was Joey. Joey. Oh, that would make more sense. And then I guess that leaves Santana to be Phoebe, in as much as I she's guess. the last she's... girl. She's such not a she's so not a Phoebe. She's not a Phoebe at all. I'm wondering if the combination of Blaine and Kurt were supposed to be Phoebe. That's fair. Maybe. Maybe. So she so she would be Ross. Well, then they also kind of made Rachel Ross because she comes out in the like the spray tan issue. Right. There's just not a good one to one. Right. Except I'm pretty sure the clearest ones are uh, Tina as Rachel, and I do think and Sam Rachel is as Monica, and Sam is a uh, Sam is really playing a good yeah, a well, good Joey. Tina and like Tina and Lee Michelle were the only people to wear wigs. Yes, to match their characters. Yeah. So. yeah. Um. So yeah, they give Rachel the spray tanning Ross plot, and then they all work at the diner. Literally all of them, and also yes. Mike Chang is there to win back Dina, Dina yep. or Tina win- to win back Dina and Tina, and to teach dance to the homeless. Honestly, nice I know it's like a joke, but God, I wish this was true. Uh, yes and yes then doesn't puck britney and mercedes pop out yes yeah, yeah. they also work at the diner now exactly no quinn no, no. Quinn. no quinn they was she she wasn't available that day she's she like look i've done my time she's available for every reason. other scene and she's like i've done my like, time she's like i'm booked out this one day one and i day. will not change my schedule i will not step um, foot on that fake new york set <laughs> <laughs> right the how i met your mother set mm-hmm. um uh, and so Sam keeps forgetting his clothes, and then Sam wakes her up. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, my note on this was we get whatever this is. It's fun. Yeah. What was that supposed to serve? 
for right. this whole episode. <laughs> it's just like I'm assuming it's just like a throwback to Tina getting knocked out and imagining herself as Rachel Berry. That it was just like, haha, what if we do the same gag again in memoriam? <laughs> was, they said, but this time we're going to send her to the '90s. It's just yes. Rachel Green. Yes. Yeah. Like oh, a different Rachel color. Yes. <laughs> right. We then cut to the auditorium. Yep. I. I Oh, um, I don't know what's going on with uh, Puck and Quinn, but I guess we can expect another unplanned pregnancy. I, I think Santana says yeah, that. Yeah, and I just wrote, don't clap for that. No, Mercedes, don't clap for that. Mercedes said that. Yes. Oh and God. I thought that was so yes. strange. It was. Yes, because we're in the auditorium. Kurt and Mercedes are doing a speech. Yes. Yeah, yeah it about... was a weird unplanned pregnancy joke. And then. Reha- a, re- a throwback to the Tots debate. We got Tots 2.0. But then it turns out the Tots were actually just a metaphor. This whole exchange was so strange to me. Correct. This whole thing was wild. And then they were like, anyway, here's a number from Dreamgirls. Yeah. And then they just sing a number from Dreamgirls. Yeah. It was the weirdest way to shoehorn in that musical number. That I really didn't think, because the whole reason they wanted to sing was because Rachel and Satana were fighting. Yes. So this was a, a shoehorn in to try to get them to be nice to each other. They're like, we were fighting and we made up. But not. But I really. feel like the song did not make any sense. It did not. <laughs> no. For that, to sit, for that to that point to get across, you're just like, yeah, I'm changing. Okay. Yeah. And one, it was giving kids bop. Okay. Um, two, there was something that was like so peak 2014 about this, which was like, hey, check out this incredibly talented black woman and her gay friend. They're singing Dreamgirls. Can you imagine? Like, something felt so uniquely 2014 about that. Correct. Especially because they hold hands the whole time. Right. Yes. I also hate Kurt's voice. Mm. And it's not fair for him to sing a song with Mercedes. That's true. I don't hate Kurt's voice, but you put him next to Amber Riley and you're like, also, my favorite anyone next to Amber Riley. It's true. Right. And the only person that could go toe to toe with her was Naya Rivera. Yeah, and they don't get to sing together yeah. in this episode. Um, my favorite thing is when Glee scans the audience during the performance, and every now and then they try to mix up the groups uh, about who sits with who. Yeah, like and why is Mike Chang sitting next to Rachel? I was bringing that up. Why? Are, yeah, thank why is, you. Why is Mike Chang sitting down to sitting with Rachel? This is like the probably the first time they're ever in the same vicinity that close. What do you think they chat? <laughs> what did they talk about? What do they talk about? It's like uh, that's a I long mean, time. Uh, yeah. So uh, how's dancing? Right. Oh, it's good. How's Broadway? That's yeah, pretty good. good. I'm here. Do you, do you dance on Broadway? You know. <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. Wow, wow, interesting. Yeah, and in case the Tots metaphor wasn't clear, they do suddenly end the song with spotlights on Rachel and Santana. And Santana. There's a lot of spot work in this episode. We'll talk about it. Um, and Santana, like, f- like breaking the fourth wall in the best way is yeah. like, what the fuck? Yes, it is, it is hilarious. Um, I didn't care for the song a super good, big amount. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it not a good, kind of forgettable. Not a good episode opener song. Like this is the first Correct. song this episode, and I was like, "Womp," but you know. Yeah, none of yeah. these songs were very standout to no. me. No, I think Correct. it might be on purpose for the so the last song they sing really uh, hits you in the gut. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that was effective, but I feel like that was the intention. Uh, Definitely we'll was the there. intention. Yeah, we will pin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
We then cut to the bathroom with Rachel and Santana. Rachel, in like a, a an olive branch offering, says, "Hey, I'll give you ten shows after the first three months. Um, I don't want to be fighting anymore. It's depressing and exhausting." And Santana's like, "Fuck you! I want it all. I won't stop until you're destroyed." Okay, okay. First okay. of all, uh-huh. can the understudy say who gets to like? Can the understudy? No, well, no. Can the principal actor? Give the understudy, like, guarantee you 10 shows without talking to any producer first. I don't think you can just... I think you have to talk to the producer first. Or you can say, like, hey, like, I won't... Let's work this out with the company manager right, or the or producer. Right, or, like, I'll be on vacation right. this week, so you'll be on this whole time. But you right. can't just say, yeah. like... There's definitely, like, shows that, like, actors don't do Friday shows. Right, yeah. So the are always right. going on Fridays. But it's not up to necessarily just, like... You can't make that decision in your high school bathroom and not tell anyone. Right. When you're when you don't right. even go there. Yeah. Yeah, you can't fly back to New York and say, "So this is what Santana yeah. and I decided on." And likewise, in the high school bathroom. In the high school bathroom. <laughs> that I don't go to. If Rachel yeah. did decide to drop out of the show, would it immediately go to Santana? Depends. And Santana's who is employed as an understudy. It yes. was from my understanding because I Google and I also yeah. Googled after. Yes. When she says, I want all of them, then you're not an understudy. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. That's not I don't what, think, what's going on. I don't think Rachel would have the ability to go in and be like, actually, I want Santana to do all of this. Like, actually, right. I'm not going to do it, but I insist Santana does all of it. I feel like that cannot be how that works. I can't imagine that either. It's also, like, so intense. The The drama really ramped up where she's like, no, I'm stealing your part. Whoa. Right. Okay. Yeah. Bit much. Bit much. Should we talk about the Animal Husbandry Club? Honestly, for an Ohio high school club, yeah, that tracks. Of course there's an Animal Great. Husbandry Club in Ohio. There's a lot of extracurriculars at this school, Indeed. I've noticed. There and are. somehow they all have better funding than the Glee Club. Yeah. The Animal Husbandry yeah. Club isn't getting cut. Also... Way back in earlier seasons, I believe Rachel's like, I'm part of every club, which means that she would have been part of the Animal Husbandry Club back in the day. Maybe, maybe that was new this year. The brand new. Right. Just, the they used new. some of the Glee money right. to found an Animal Husbandry Club. <laughs> which, I mean, to y'all's point, the club is, was pretty much everybody from the original Glee Club and like three extras. Well, I mean, they were there to uh, party all I know. the time. Yes, they were. But like you got maybe 30 composite seconds of airtime of the actual club members and the rest of it was party all the time by the glee club members who are already graduated correct yeah i liked how they were sitting yeah like you said they were already in there like they were at the desks they were they were at attention it's like the worst planted flash mob in the world so you're like how long has this class been going yeah is this the final 30 like final three minutes of the class so everyone had to play incognito as students they walk into the club meeting and are like oh god why is the old glee club here who's gonna sing they're like oh shit we know exactly what's about to happen Uh, um and what does happen is my girl wants to party all the time in this fancy 80s cutaway dance sequence thingy it does start with gwyneth paltrow dressed up as temple grandin um that's who that was yeah uh i didn't i honestly didn't catch the name i just wrote oh no not overcoming autism i don't i don't overcoming autism is a bad choice of words because yes she just has autism 
Right. Um. Anyway, it's a weird choice. Let's just say they cut to the song really fast. And they do. I will say they probably. I wish he wasn't singing "Party All the Time" dressed as Temple Grandin. Uh, that's a choice truly only Glee could like. But but then it does cut to some pretty solid disco outfits. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was, it was a fun song. And then the they song. go to the they go to the club. They do they go to the club. And I'm sitting here being like diegetic non-diegetic and then at the end she goes what a fun field trip and i'm like oh my god it's real yeah well during the song it would cut to the extras in the club looking at each other being like, like horrified what's going on yeah so like, which yeah i then i had to ask the question was the song still going on when they were getting on the bus when they were going to the right. club when they were stopped in traffic so, yeah it, it was actually they they've been singing that song for 30 minutes straight you can repeat on, that chorus re- on loop as many times as you want yeah it's a real what's new pussycat situation yeah. <laughs> right and then it turns into a foam party which yeah that's and wild then, one point there's a shot of someone getting really all up on gwyneth paltrow yes and i couldn't tell if it was a student or a random adult extra but i was like this is a weird choice to make I think it maybe it was her soon-to-be husband, mm. her animal husband. Maybe, and that's really the point of the club, isn't it? Yeah, right. Um, I also have to think since it's canon that they did this during class. Yeah. What kind of club is this that is going this hard at? I'm assuming two o'clock in the afternoon. Did Holly Holiday call up this nightclub and be like, "Need a favor? Gonna bring right. must twenty have been. to thirty high school students with and me." And, like, worst case scenario, what if that was first period? Oh, my so God. So now we have 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning. Be like, get the foam started. Right. We Let's don't get know our 70s. That's so early. That's a lot. That's really early. That's so for early it's too for early for, like, party. the cage dancers, for, like, the foam. Uh, right. But anything, anything to save the Glee Club. Having to be at work to, like, set off the foam at that early. Man. For people who are not going to buy drinks. Like... Mm. Mm-mm. She must have had to pay a pretty penny to get that club open on a substitute teacher's salary. Well, you know, she's clearly got other extracurriculars. <laughs> Ao, yeah. um, I don't know what that means. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, Mike Chang continues to give us everything. Yeah, uh, even Quinn was giving us some great energy. Yes. Yeah. Like, good for her. So, like, yeah, she was in this, but not Chums. She wasn't available. She that wasn't day. available. I guess so. And then we cut to Brit, who uh, who has surprised Santana with a room full of lilies because they're the yep. lesbian flower. Sure. Can someone I didn't fact look check up if that was true? Um, she also has two tickets to the Isle of Lesbos. Yeah. Yeah, and Santana's like, "This isn't the answer. You just don't want to go back to MIT. Just because your brain is brilliant and can solve the world's problems doesn't mean it has to." Mm-hmm. Uh, San- uh, Brittany's like, "You're want to talk." Uh, I want to run away with you because you and I are the only truly awesome people. She basically is like, Santana, this understudy plot makes no sense. Right. That's what it, it does, was. It doesn't make sense. And I was kind of confused of what convinced. I guess I didn't know Santana's motives anyway. Yeah. But I was still like, because Santana says something like, oh, I'm so. You you always know how to straighten me out, Brittany. I'm like, wait, wait I don't what? understand what she said to you. Right. She was like, there's no reason for you to care about this this much. And Santa was, Santana was like, oh, shit, you're, you're right. right. I you're guess right. I'll break oh, up with yeah. Demi Lovato and hang out with you instead. You're right. Like, I don't want to be an understudy, even though I auditioned to be one. Yeah, I auditioned she to be did. one, and roughly 20 minutes ago, I was demanding the entire part. So. Right. But in 20 minutes, I've decided this isn't for me. Good for them. 
uh, Tina comes clean to Blaine and Sam uh, because she didn't get into Mitzvah University. Uh, she's not Jewish enough. They found out that she's a fraud in that she just, one, lied, and two, didn't include her full last name. Yep, sure. Um, and then uh, we get what I guess was an acoustic cover of Loser Like Me from two seasons ago. Season two. Yeah. Three seasons ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also very 2014 it. to be like, yes. hey, here's an acoustic cover of like a powerhouse song. Yes. Yeah, it was such the rage to turn like a, a an upbeat song into like a slow acoustic yeah. number. Um, I like this group of people singing a song together. Yes. Especially because they were like obviously all the people who weren't leading the song in the original. So it's like their take on it. Um, it did make me laugh that Blaine was the one to like sit down and start this because he was uh, not at that school when they were singing it. He was part of the competing team. So very typical of that right. character or should I say like the writer's shoehorning. They're like, so, okay. So this is like a little sidebar of when I used yes. to watch the show that when Blaine was introduced, I hated it because he was such um, like, he just got shoehorned into the show so much because of, the teenage dream effect. So, like, my favorite character was Artie. So, once Blaine entered the picture, there were no Artie solos no, to be had. Blaine really there was no Artie storylines to be had. Ugh. So, every time I see Blaine, I'm like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> boo. Uh, Get him out of here. That's and fair. I'm right. He was, he shoehorned into a song he was not a part of. Yeah, this is not his song to sing, although he does do a very good job on it. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. They it's do, fine. Yeah. They do a good job with it. Um, and at the end, they're like, hey, Tina, just come to New York anyway. We'll figure it out. Which, like, yeah, that's what Kurt did. Yeah, true. And Very... he got a job at Vogue within six hours. So And then kept it for yeah. only six hours. He might still work we had there. A new sto- we had a new storyline. Yeah. yeah. We had a new storyline to do. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and then we cut to Rachel on stage practicing for her Broadway job. Yep. She's just still in Ohio. In... She could be... I get it. Like, like Lee Club is still finishing up, but she's just she's just still there. This was the scene that it dawned on me that it, that in the show she's doing Funny Girl. Yep. Um, and then obviously her doing Funny Girl in real life. I was like, oh wow, this is so weird. Mm-hmm. He had to go down that journey. Yeah. 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 Welcome, <laughs> welcome to this bullshit club. <laughs> it's like this very whoa. <laughs> so Santana approaches her, recognizes her work, and admits uh, that she's been sucking the celebration out of it. And says, okay, she doesn't want to be a Broadway star. She's resigning from the show. Um, she already emailed the director. Texted. Texted the director, she yes. texted him, said, I, re- I hereby resign as U.S. F- at FG. Yeah. yeah, yes. Which, like, and also can't be how you do that, but fine. Right, I mean, and it's 23rd. I feel like texting like that was very 2008 yes seven right we had when smartphones you could, by when then. you only you like had a limited amount of characters yeah they this all was definitely iPhones. 2013 yeah. so iphones were a thing so i don't know why she, right. <laughs> she did that yeah and santana reassures her it's not about you it's for me it's like so i can follow my own bliss Myself, or whatever whatever yeah, yeah. and rich is like friends again they're right friends now. again hooray and rachel's like well, can't we at least sing a song together for the Glee Club? And uh, they do. Yeah, yep. and Santana's whole thing was, I don't want to sing a song we've already done. Yes. Was that a thing, the previous episode? That is what yes, they did it all was. Okay. But then she goes, I want to sing. So I, I just found it funny 
that she sings not a song they'd ever done, just not not a song no one has ever heard of. Thank you. Because my only note is like this is this is fun, but like what is it? I don't know what the song is. It is it's, called what? I looked it up. It definitely it definitely had to be like people who had a deal with Paramount or Fox Records, whatever. It is a song called Be Okay. Um When did when did it come out? It came out in twenty fourteen. So March probably this, of 2014. This, they definitely had wow. a deal yep. with Ryan Murphy to get their song played. It was by a band called uh, Oh Honey. Well, Oh Honey, they got on screen. <laughs> well done. Well done, Oh Honey. No, I was yeah. saying well done to you, oh. Hunter. You, you That was pretty seamless. That was a good joke. It was also in oh, thank you. a Chili's commercial. Thank fucking God. Okay, see, it belongs in a Chili's commercial. Yeah. Not a song, not, doesn't belong in an episode to say about it at the Glee Club. It's a, I really thought they were going to sing this song everyone knew, and then they just sang this song sitting on stools. <laughs> right. At least, like, <laughs> maybe do a Katy Perry song that you haven't done yet. Right. They're like, no, let's sing a song from Chili's. Wait, what if, Chili's commercial. <laughs> on that note, what if they just sat on the stools and started singing the Baby Back Ribs jingle? God. Right. That would have been they, iconic. Like, or like, um, like Burger, well, Burger King doesn't have one. They, ha- they have one um, now, McDonald's. but. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they have that. Yeah, it's kind of a bop. Have it your way. It's it's it is um, a bop. Yeah, Santana would probably do really well with that. She would. Yeah, sure. uh, um, justice for like baby Arby, back ribs. Like, then like Lee Michelle does the Arby's one. They have the meats. They have the they meats. They have the meats, and everyone's like, "Wait, what's Hunter, hilarious song for Rachel." <laughs> See, Hunter, you don't know this, but we actually have a running bit about Arby's on this podcast. So thank you really? for bringing it up. Yes. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. One of our um regularly recurring guests uh, likes to uh, invite creators of this show to ha- fight in an Arby's parking lot. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Please purchase hey, our merch the- for the Arby's yeah. Fight Club. They have the meats. They do. Good recipe sandwiches. I do like an Arby's. <laughs> well, I gotta go, guys. I gotta actually go we actually to Yeah, we're gonna get Arby's here. Alright, bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, Hunter. <laughs> anyway, bye. they sing a song, it's fine. The best part of this number is at some point they stand up and are like dance clapping and everyone else is dance clapping. And then they go to sit back down on the stools, but because they are both costumed in 2014 bandage dresses, they both have to like pull their bandage dress skirts down so when they sit back down on the school, so the stool so they don't uh, like just have their butts out on the stool. Yeah. And I was like, ah, the m- most quintessential 2014 experience. I will say the Glee Club is listening to the song and they are loving it. They love this. They're like... jumping. They're jumping up and down. I think Will Schuster's on the floor. Yeah, sitting on the floor, which I okay question. Everyone's about. like, "This is my favorite duo." Look yeah. at that. I'm so glad they're friends again. Every, like every now and then, Glee would like try to configure something to keep the audience entertained when we had to yep. switch back. So like, some people aren't even sitting in chairs. There's random pair ups. It's so much There's fun. A... Mike Chain starts to dance, and we all love that. That was a moment. Again, giving that us everything. I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. It's like I may not have lines, but I do have moves. The Mike Chang story. That's the Mike uh, Chang story. I'd green light that. Yeah, it's a. Uh, so here's my my like main note on this was like I get it. They can't complain about much these days. I believe we'll be okay. It's apropos. It could have been a non diegetic song. Like I don't think like if they were going to use this song, if they were going to shoehorn a song for whatever reason that like it was a deal with the band or whatever. It could have been, like, an actual musical theater moment, I think. But no, right. this is about celebrating the end of Glee Club, so I get why they wanted to be, but like... But Glee loves to, like, do flashbacks where they're back in their original 
yeah. costumes again. So yeah. it could have been like old Santana and old moment, Rachel singing. Lead. Yeah, a moment where they go through the doorways and they're back in their old high school. Yeah, that would have been fun. We, we should have been on the production team, y'all. Honestly, uh, we could have spiced that number exactly. up exactly. Because I, I, throughout this so far, and like we're maybe halfway through the episode at this point, this felt like this this sort of this was where I saw how the New York plotline could and should have been a separate show from the Glee Club thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, this whole thing could have been a crossover episode of the two. But having, I don't know, like, something about this felt disjointed of them yeah. reconciling outside of the physical space of, like, the Fanny Bryce funny girl context. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I know how to articulate it more than that, but, like, again, going back to, like, what Hunter was saying and... What I was saying, like, it could have been a, a non-diegetic yeah. moment. Or one of those things where it's like, hey, they, they start diegetic, and then it, it, like you were saying, Hunter, they open the doors of the high school hallway, and it's horse sweater and Cheerios uniform. Yeah. Anyway, um, we cut to Sue, Shu, and Holly. Yep. Uh, Sue has gotten a lot of angry letters, so this is the end of their shoehorning music experiment. Yes. And once again, Will is an angry boy. Yeah, he doesn't Typical. like that. Um, Holly's like, we could try the hockey club, and she shuts that down, which sucks, because then we could have had Glee on Ice. Which, that was a funny joke. Yeah. That was funny. That was A+. Plus. Glee on Ice is funny. Absolutely. Robbed of Glee on Ice, frankly. Uh, justice for Glee on Ice. Um, and it was very similar to Will's being mad at April, where it's like, almost like, you gave me hope, and that's the worst <laughs> crime of all, part two. How dare um, you, yeah. Right. And uh, he's like, please stop. Uh, Glee Club is over. Let's just get through this week and to graduation. We've accepted it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was another moment when when they were they brought up graduation for the first time. And you're like, oh, like, it's happening. Wait, this is... Yeah. I was like, wait, this episode is also the graduation episode? That was the moment where I said, dang, I know these actors are mad. <laughs> that all, all this is crammed to one. Because aren't we getting the, the scene with the new... The, the new Newish, characters newer directions. the newer directions the, the newer dire- directions and they literally like wrap those people up in like four sentences yeah for yes real. oh my god yes. that's the most they've spoken in three episodes i forgot they were in this episode yeah. until they showed up yes exactly um and this isn't enough for holly so she recruits Artie after some they weird back and forth the world's weirdest exchange absolutely um didn't like that didn't like didn't the like student that. teacher relationship jokes nope the throwaway line that Artie is still dating Kitty, who once again has not spoken in two episodes. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so they're to meet in the Spanish room, uh, but not for some weird May-December shit. Um, right. <laughs> anyway, here's another fucking fun slash pink song. Yes. There it is. This was very 2013 mm-hmm. of them to put this song in there. This song was... See, you can't give Quinn these songs. Mm-hmm. You can't she can't sing like pink no that's like the fine line right like no one can and my main note on this song was why mm. yeah because well, of the times yes of course there was but i don't know it's i they're all just like watching and when they reveal that, that was the final song yeah that the glee club's right? doing yeah that is what we're going that, with yeah that's our grand finale I I would have looked to Mr. Shoe like you know can we just like you know like we can just do River D Mountain High real we, quick 
we, yeah, right, right, we could just throw something. I'd be like, can we involve all of us? Yeah, and no, maybe some people who go. We're having a Puck Quinn duet about. Now, I've always taken the song, um, just give me a reason to be a sad song. Yeah. About like a failing relationship. But they really mm, sing it yeah. as like a song about making a relationship work. Um, I guess yeah. maybe I don't understand the song, perhaps. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think the intent was like, we're breaking up, but give me a reason why I shouldn't like walk out this door. And like a, a couple on the brink, but this is a couple who's back like, together. Let's give it a try. Really dating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's then, better songs. And <sighs> then like Quinn at the end is like, I'd like to make an announcement. Puck and I are going to date. And apparently this is news to Puck as well, <laughs> which is wild. Um, yeah it's so formal it's why so do you need I, to do that yeah i was like why are you making us have like this conversation with you and then we have to watch you and puck have a intimate conversation with each other right and then when people and then when people start chiming in quinn's getting upset <laughs> like well don't have your like relation define the relationship moment in the middle of the choir room right after you've sang it the was... last glee club song apparently Right, it's like, not only did you sing the last, you stole the last Glee song from us. Now we have to listen right. to, to, your to your conversation. Relationship dynamic uh, conversation, yeah. When will it end? Man, I don't like the song. I'm over it. It was probably fine the first couple times I heard it, but it was just so oversaturated just, that right. I'm over and it. And what happened, bigger question, what happened to the band Fun? Who cares? Uh, did you know? You don't like fun? I don't. And like, that's the annoying part. Like, that's the genius of their name is like, I have to sit here and say, you I don't, don't fun. like fun. Um, you don't like fun and you don't like the band fun. Is it because exactly. you hate Jack Antonoff? I'm like fine with Jack Antonoff. Like, I, I, I it, it is funny to see everybody like putting him on trial over the past mm-hmm. like year. But no, like I just, I never got into fun's music and like the songs that I, so that, I associate from that time are just like of moments that are really annoying That's and fair. shitty from that time. Like we don't have to divulge my trauma, but like, it's like, I just never got into them. I always thought they were, the whole thing was just obnoxious. It, it, yeah, not for you. That's fair. So that's my, that thank you for making space for me. Of course. Anyway. Also, what do y'all think Rachel was thinking about while they were singing this? Because they kept cu- cutting to her, right? Right. But thinking about I have Finn, no idea. Probably, I guess maybe. And like she was like, "This is a full circle moment." <laughs> right. I was like, I feel like there's a better <laughs> to, full to circle moment. Fun. Yeah. Than having Quinn and Puck sing a duet. There is. I was like, if it's there... anything, it'd be Rachel singing. Yeah. Honestly, the more poetic thing would have been Rachel to like finish the last Glee Club. Obviously, there's reasons yeah. we'll get there, but like, yeah, of course. It's in universe, very dumb. Yes. Right. Um, yeah, and that was the second time I went on, like, a tangent in my notes about, like, this would have had more weight if this was actually a show about the Glee Club, mm-hmm. but we've turned it into a show about, like, the members of the right. Glee Club, mm-hmm. and it's no longer about, like, Will Schuster trying to build up something from scratch and celebrating, like, weird kids. Right. Um, now it, we're just kind of back to, like, these people. Yeah, um, and it's people who, we- who haven't been on the show right in a long time so it's very strange like we all know that i stan quinn but like there was nothing like this this was apropos of nothing like well it's weird because the whole print we're all as an audience member are supposed to be so excited that quinn and puck 
are back together, right? Are we? But right. we're like four seasons, what Departed season five? From that, yeah, from that interaction, and now all of a sudden, since these actors are available and want to come back for the 100th episode, we're like, oh yeah, remember that storyline from five years ago? And we're that, yeah. like, it's not like we're gonna follow their relationship and their trials of long distance, right? Like, and it's literally like, and and it's hard to care because you didn't follow them between these moments mm-hmm. you're like oh hey yeah missed you but okay <laughs> right and it's like and yeah it's not like throughout season four or the first half of season five we had them at their respective like right and yale and even like with quinn in another relationship like we don't one we don't see that until she shows up with chase crawford mm-hmm. and two like it's we therefore get nothing of her and Puck, like, rekindling. Keeping right, in touch. It's rekindling very a random. flame. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. N- keep it. No, thank you. Um, we cut to Will's office. There was a note on his desk. It is an invitation to the first official Glee Club meeting in the auditorium. It, the only thing I clocked about this invite was that the attire said button-up shirt and sweater vest. So. Yes. I liked that. Yes. Your, uni- your uniform, Mr. Shoes. Yes. Very good. Um, so he goes there. He presses the button that says "Press me," and it More is spotlight work. Yes, whoever runs the yes. spot in the Glee uh, McKinley High University got a lot of work this week. They made their paycheck this week. Good for the AV club. Mm-hmm. And what we do see is actually a really sweet video celebrating Shoe. Yes. And everything he has done for them and for the Glee Club. I thought it would make me cry. It didn't make me cry. Um, but it is, like, right. framed as, like, hello, we are speaking to you, unborn child of Will Schuster. Here's things we yes. like about your dad. And he is he in this storyline, is he about to be a father? Yes. Yes. Okay. I didn't know if they were just, like, if you have a kid one day, I can remember. <laughs> Here's a video for you. Well, again... Because this it is no longer a show about Will Schuster. You're like, yeah, why do we care? Mm-hmm. We've barely had this dude like throughout the past like season. So, and also Matthew Morrison's weird. Yeah. Like, we we don't care about this guy. I will say, and I'm, I was like, are they are they making these scenarios up, <laughs> um, or are these like past episodes involving in the video? And they're like, I remember when your dad was. Are we are are we? Supposed to just take, oh, yeah, I'm not going to look too closely into it. None of these things ever happen. I mean, I know, like, the arty one happened where he was, like, he made everyone, like, see what it was like to be in a chair because that was the Proud Mary episode. And, like, the Kurt being, like, yeah, your dad literally saved my life. I would buy because of, like, everything that he went through with Karofsky. A part, yeah, um, I was like, are we supposed to just accept this? Be like, yeah, he was the teacher. Because I was like, I don't remember. Because, like you said... The show just veered so away from him. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. to be taking moments from like the first twenty episodes. Uh, that's exactly what it was because even Tina saying that she came out of her shell thanks to him that was super early yeah. on. So all canon moments, but very much mining the right. the nostalgia of the first like season. he's he's no Mister Feeney from Boy Meets World, right? Where like every episode he sat them down I was like, oh right. <laughs> I like that your impression of him was like the cool like yeah I don't know backwards have you ever seen Boy Meets World that's not Mr. Freeney at all um, um, but the video was fun I did like the little background music it sounded like a YouTube um, like 
channel yes it did mm. royalty free yeah, you know music I mean? yeah yes yes yeah we're singing don't stop believing again which like we knew it was coming yes i know they meant this to be impactful i wonder if you guys have the same feel that i feel like it would have been so much more impactful if they haven't and i guess you never they didn't know how long they were actually going to be on the air but we've just heard them do don't don't stop believing so many times since before this so i feel like if they really savored it it would be like a oh if when they started it but i was like i feel like we heard this every season yeah basically the only thing that got me about this particular performance is kurt coming in to do finn's part because this is the first don't stop sans finn so that i was like okay that's and then they do this thing where like they enter singing the song like in order of which they joined the glee club so you've got like og like what five yeah and then you've got like the second round like mike and quinn and santana and Brittany, and then like blaine comes leading in all the like that crew the new new directions yeah the the like new kids who don't speak i liked that and so like (laughs) i liked that i thought you know i we all knew they were going to do it um i thought it worked it was it was weird to hear the song without Corey in it um yes but impactful in a way i agree it did give me the chills um like but in an like in a series finale kind of way Mm -hmm. but then will like we were talking about started to sing and i got the i was going to say that i said then it got can't you just relish in all your Mm -hmm. students loving you so much they want to sing to you you have to sing a note <laughs> i don't know that it worked for me all right oh you like it him. worked for me and okay. again like for the same like for the same series finale reason like i it made to me it made sense for him to finally join in because he had been right. watching that's it for that's so all he, long that's all he's ever wanted to be was part of the glee club right exactly he's like i never wanted to be the teacher i want this to sing was with his you guys. chance mm. yeah it's like i want to sing with rachel aside from that time we did toxic um <laughs> right but, talk about that exactly um and like there were some really cool moments in this, like Tina and Blaine getting to solo with him, yeah. and he him dancing with Mike Chang, and then Jacob coming in. Like that's that was really cool to yeah. me. A good dancer um, moment. We love one of those. Yeah, it was it was a good. Like you said, it would be I think even more impactful if this was the final yes. right episode. But then as a viewer, at least for me as a live viewer, mm-hmm. I knew next week there was. Is going because this was the last episode before they transitioned fully yes. into New York world. So I was like, I'm going to see half these characters next week. <laughs> <laughs> right, Holly and April are looking from uh, the entrance of the auditorium, and our work is done. Yeah, they're like, we did, we a- did it, and you're we like, we did okay. it, we did it flawlessly. Let's go on a gay cruise. And that let's was crazy. Rob a bank. Gay <laughs> cruise. <laughs> that was a crazy conversation they had in the doorway. <laughs> And I was like, "Are the <laughs> I was thinking, were they even real? Right? That's they were were just, they just all just figments of people's they imaginations? Were Christmas Carol ghosts? They were like, they're like in like the in between between heaven and hell, and they finally settled the Glee Club, and now they're going off to where right. they fulfilled their purpose. But I'm also <laughs> just loving like the true friendship of you want to rob a bank? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, uh, good for them. Yeah, and then. Uh, I cut back from a commercial break. I know Karina watches it on yeah. Disney Plus, so. Oh, I watched it on Hulu. Yeah, same. Well, so. Right. Yeah, um, we cut back to let to wrap the the new kids. 
Yeah. Be like, oh, will you still talk to me? We're not in Glee. And they're like, I guess. Um, and they get their little like, something that will never change is what Glee did for us. And now we're better people. Hooray. Hooray. Let's from all my, hug. It's just so blatantly obvious how an afterthought these storylines were for this episode. Which is because they knew yeah. they were getting rid of half the cast. Yep. And again, like hearkening back to previous episodes, like for what? Because the entire fourth season was about those characters, and it didn't work. Right. That's so why it's like, so got to bail. That's why it's so gotta obvious blast. that the show sometimes would harp on characters so heavily, and then all of a sudden, in one line, like, "Oh yeah, her and her family moved to Florida." Yeah, like, that, what? That's fine. They, Don't worry yeah, about they, it. Don't think were, too hard. Yeah. Didn't she just sing Celine Dion last week? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, and like that's it for them. Truly, like it doesn't even. It's not. Oh well, Tina does come in and say, "Hey, you're gonna. You guys got to come with. Tina you're gonna comes miss in graduation. In the graduation robe, and you're like, that's happening right now. Right. Right. Now. I was like, I do remember Bruce Springsteen song playing when they all walked down the aisle. Right. Out in the aisle, the graduation <laughs> thing last last season. Yeah. I did love that only the Glee Club was graduating that day. Yes. And like 10 right. other people. And like 10 other people. But like, of course, only the Glee Club's names were called. And of course, that's by design. And like, Becky Jackson. And Becky Jackson. And Becky that Jackson. One, that moment really got me. Like that the pride got in Sue's voice. Mm. Uh, that was uh, just punched in the gut. Very cute. Like Queen Tina signs. Queen T. Yeah. Speaking of Tina, though, she reveals in the middle of graduation that right. she got into Brown. Right. So all this Tina in New York business, no. Again, they're like, we got to get rid of her. Jenna Ushkowitz, you're off the show. Right. That's Literally, a wrap on like Jenna. Watching yeah. an episode of Survivor, the creators of Glee are just holding out character names. Tina. It's like, you've I'm been so voted. Sorry. Ryan Murphy's like, you've been voted <laughs> off Glee. They're like, oh, we got to write her out. Uh, quick, change the script. Um, And then even Brittany gets an honorary uh, or... Actual graduation. Graduation. Yeah. She finally graduates, and I forgot that like she just like left the show a while back and like just yeah, wasn't able to, to be MIT at graduation. Right. And uh, Santana invites her to New York City with her, and it's a yes. So I guess Demi Lovato is just gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to New York. Okay. And then we end this episode with Sue and Shu splitting wine coolers. Yep. Yeah, and it is a sweet little moment of, uh, I don't get you, but whatever you did in this room, you changed lives for the better. Um, you were worthy adversary. And in this moment, I was like, they're talking about him like he's fucking leaving. And then that was right when they were like, well, I got you an interview to coach the Glee Club at Carmel uh, yeah, for vocal, vocal Adrenaline. So is he not doing his regular teaching job? No. I guess he, Sue was like, look, you're such a bad actual teacher. Just please do <laughs> like they're like out with the bath bath water you know yeah, yeah. and uh that's like that's, that's really it he uh he dances around a little which kind of ruined it for me yep does a weird bow which also kind of yep. ruined it for me the ghost of glee pass yes and it's like over quotes of kids talking about like why glee club was important to them and why they needed a glee club all right and is he supposed to hear those oh, that's what or... he's hearing in his mind yeah because was he in the room with some of these that's true. That's the did he act like or? That's a great right. question. Over all of those quotes that were said was, to Will, right? Because some of these had to be like one. Some one had to be Rachel in the girls' room, right? Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. 
She's like, I get bullied every day, but I love Glee Club. <laughs> like, washing her hands, talking to Mercedes. <laughs> right. And then we have the final shot. It's just, like, a sad, lonely piano bench in an empty right. room. And you're like, oh, right. this and is the Right, and I feel like it should have been, a, instead of a piano bench, like a microphone or something. Right. right. You're like, this is the ghost of Brad. <laughs> right. <laughs> Honestly, that is the justice for Brad. Yeah. Right. He's like, I'm the last one standing. Exactly. Y'all don't have a club anymore, but I can play piano anywhere. True. Seriously. And that's the episode. Yeah. What a big episode. It was. Yeah. Let's talk about the music in it. Let's do it. All right. Um, so you all have to spend real human money to purchase one of these songs off iTunes and own it forever. Here are your choices. We have I Am Changing, Party All the Time, Loser Like Me, Acoustic, Be Okay, Just Give Me a Reason, and this version of Don't Stop Believing. Hunter, mine. Hunter as our guest, as our guest, go ahead. Okay. I would purchase Party All the Time. Yeah. I have a story behind why I would purchase it, too. Yes, please. If I can yours. Um, so, and So this episode came out my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were all watching it. And that scene, part of the time, the little dance they do in the hallway, like the walk, 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 spin, spin, walk, walk, walk. Okay, choreography. Um, well, that, like, caught on to me and my friends, like, as a joke or something. Like, we would all walk somewhere and then just do the spins and, like, be like, party all the time. So we would have, like, this um, in our theater, have, like, a black box that, like, at night, you know, like, the kids mm-hmm. were just, like, in. And we would hook up the radio, the speakers, and play that song, and like, like open the curtains, like see like the dance mirrors, and do it. So it became like an inside joke with my friends. So that is why I am picking party all the time. I love that. Sentimental values. Love that for you, Karina. I will probably also go with party all the time, just because out of all those songs, it's the one I'm most likely to re-listen to. And it's unanimous. I, too, am going with party all the time. We all like to party all the time. Right. And I will say, I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow ever sang a song on Glee that was not good. Mm. What I did didn't... she sing last week? Uh, She sang uh, Pharrell's Happy. Yes. Which was good. Oh. Yeah. She was giving us yeah. nothing, but it was good. But I will say, like, I feel like in the Glee, across the Glee fan base, I would say two of her songs are always in the top ten. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Landslide yep. and um, Forget You. Yeah. It's yeah. always going to be in a like top countdown of biggest Glee, Glee songs of all yeah, time. That's fair. Yes. So Also, Party All the Time, Karina and I have to shout out our friend Sarah Bolton. Yeah. Um, this is a big song for her, so we'd be remiss not to shout out yeah, our we buddy. Can't, we can't. Oh my gosh. Shout out skip to it. Sarah Bolton. I, th- I think you two would get along. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, if she likes Party All the Time, then we're going to be right, best friends. Right. It's a good sign. All the time. All the time. And party all the time. All the time. Um, But yeah, so that was our first question. The next one is a two-parter. Okay. So, Hunter, you are in the luxurious position of having seen all of Glee. Now, Mm -hmm. is there a song, artist, album, musical entity, show, etc., that you would like to have seen Glee do that they could not or did not do. So a song that they didn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, if it was airing or like yeah. it could be anytime. Anytime. Like it could like it could have been something that they couldn't do because D- Olivia okay. Rodrigo wasn't making music in 2014. Oh, yeah, well of course they would do tons of Olivia Rodrigo. Obviously. I always um I always said watching this show when it was live, I, um 
like more country music mm. maybe that's because like we're in like i feel like casey musgraves would have yeah. went over well with them um maybe i don't know i don't know they never did disney stuff i feel like that's like they never did a lot of like disney stuff like broadway stuff no they did right. not I feel I missed opportunity expensive to get but also at Probably. the same time, di- were Disney and Fox merged by that point? They weren't. Okay. They weren't. That was like after. So now they probably could do it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you want um, the song? Great. Here, take it. <laughs> yeah. But Casey Musgraves would be really fun. And I don't know. That's I don't know why Casey Musgraves no, comes to that's mind. That's great. Or like Jesse McCartney, Beautiful Soul. Oh, my God. I can't believe they never did Beautiful I can't believe Soul. They like Artie that. singing that. Oh, uh, that would have. I don't know why have... Beautiful Soul that's came on my yeah, like that. That would be great. Like I think like some of those that weren't like hits, hits like in the early two thousands, but like kids, yeah, knew. Like they could have, like, they could have absolutely crushed Year Three Thousand by the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas absolutely. Brothers, yeah. Now, part two of this: Is there a song, okay. artist, album, musical entity, whatever that your happy Glee could not or did not touch? Oh, could not touch. That's funny. Um. Oh, I don't know. I feel like my music taste is like, I don't really take it to heart if someone, if Glee would cover mm-hmm. it. But maybe like Doja Cat. That's fair. That, they probably that's... couldn't do that well. I No, okay. I'm so glad Glee is not alive when Hamilton was out. Of course. It's, yeah. When TikTok sounds were out, because they would just yeah. do all TikTok songs. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that. Okay. That's very reasonable. Like, like the yeah. big Broadway boom of like 2015. Like, remember like when Hamilton and like mm-hmm. Dear Evan Hansen, like the mm-hmm. pop Broadway stuff. Yeah, it wouldn't have gone well. I don't. Yeah, I we I would have that. a whole Hamilton episode, and I yeah. would have had to leave the building. <laughs> Man, they would have absolutely just juiced Mean Girls the Musical for all it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Artie would have would have done. Um, Jack Harlow. Yeah. 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 And Billy Eilish would have. So there's a lot of artists now that I know what they would eat it up. All right, Hunter, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I am so glad that we could uh, do a little crossover podcast. Yes. Um, yes. Thank you for having me. It's such like a trip down memory lane every time I, because I haven't watched a li- like I said, especially like the last seasons. I've probably watched one time, so a bunch of Glee memories um, flooded back. So how dare you? Th- that's correct. You're that's fair. <laughs> that's fair of you to say. Um, now, <laughs> would you like to plug anything? Where can people find you? Tell us anything you want sure. us to know. Sure, sure. If um, my plug earlier, if you're like, wait, Disney Channel stuff, that seems fun and exciting. Uh, follow us on any of the social medias. Um, the, uh, the Time Machine podcast. You'll find us all there. You'll you'll get a gist of the vibe once you find us. Awesome. Um, so yeah, we release every episode, like uh, episodes every Friday. So uh, meet us there. Check and it you'll out. You'll have a blast. Amazing. Um, Karina actually had to duck out a little early today, but you can find her at Epic Adventure of on. I think uh, she's uh, limited to tiktok and twitter maybe um but yeah epic adventure of um she's great um and you can find me at ibroski on all the social medias um the show is at glee aggressive on 
pretty much all the social medias except for TikTok. We probably should get on that, but we're also halfway through the second to last season, so maybe not. Um, and uh, you can write in with your long-form thoughts and feelings to gleeaggressive at gmail.com. Again, Karina is not here for me to ask her what we're supposed to write in about this week. So instead, I'm going to say this week you should write in about what do you think is the most anticlimactic number to announce your relationship oh think about it i don't know if that's a good question it's just the first thing that came to mind uh, i think there there's so many songs that there are just so there are so many songs you're correct about that you're like to announce your relationship or to end it i mean i said announce but honestly either or i'll take either or because that's <laughs> the latter is even funnier to me I feel like like let, let's get the party started by pink would be funny i th- just is that to end it or to start it? It could be either. I feel like you can well pull played. it out for either. Well one. played. Oh man, just any pink song. Yeah. Um, so what? I'm still a rock star. Are we starting or ending? Hey. I don't know. Um, that's up to you. That's up to you. <laughs> I'm just gonna sing a pink song at you and leave, and you have to figure it out. <laughs> but just like pink, I'm gonna fly out of here. Uh. So, you can join us next week. When we discuss season five, episode 14, called New New York. And this is the point of the show where Karina would ask me, does this episode of Glee make you want to watch the next episode of Glee? And I'm going to say, no, it doesn't. Not even that fun title? I mean, the fun title is helpful, but just based on these vibes, it's a no for me, dog. Um, you're, You're in New York, baby. Anything can happen. That's right. Glee, aggressive, glee, glee, aggressive, glee, glee, aggressive.